This is an AMI podcast. Well, hello and welcome to Low Vision Moments. It's the podcast all about those sometimes frustrating, potentially embarrassing, but often pretty comical things that happen when you are just going about your day with a visual impairment, blindness, or albinism. I'm Jenny Bovard. I'm your host. And this is episode number 27. It's a brand new year. It's 2023. New year, new me. I'm just kidding. It's going to be the same old bullshit from me this year. Just much of the same thing to look forward to. Uh, And I'm excited to have a brand new guest. Just kidding. This is actually a returning guest. I'm really excited to have them back and do a recap of our sort of best and worst moments of 2022. It was a year and there is some stuff to talk about. So we're going to get right to it. I'm not going to waste any time introducing my fabulous guest. This is someone I have known a very, very long time. This is someone who was on our very first, I guess we could call it season of low vision moments. She was on episode number three, and that's the perks of having low vision or being blind. And I highly recommend you go and listen to that one. But I am so excited to welcome back my goalball buddy, my friend, my favorite silly goose, Jennifer McNeil. Welcome back, Jen. Thank you, Jen. Jen Squared. I'm so happy to be back and to be part of the podcast again. And she she recommends you listen. Uh, every, every person I've talked to that's listened to that episode is like, wow, I didn't know you were that person. I'm like, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's silly goose. Uh, it, it's, yes, I am known to be a bit of a clown for sure. So you, thank you so much for having me on. What else do you want people to know about you? Um, what do I want people to know? Well, from the last time I was on, uh, I now have two dogs. Um, so I had my guide dog Lenny last time, and Lenny has since retired. He is, he is doing the Freedom Ten plan, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he now is joined by his we call little brother Forrest. Uh, so we just got Forrest in September. And they're getting along swimmingly, so that's good. Uh, I currently work at CNIB as a program lead for their Come to Work program. Um, outside of the work things, I play goalball recreationally with this fool, and um, I also sing in two different choirs. So very busy, um, but very excited to, to be here. Wait a minute, you're in two different choirs? Yeah, so I'm in a local one here in that's out of Dartmouth called Jocoso. Um, and then I'm also in a virtual one uh, called Sing for Serenity, which is a choir for folks who are blind or partially sighted from all around the world. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. We'll have to have you sing sometime, Jen. Oh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Not not today. No. But maybe if, if there's some kind of link we can share, uh, we can we can do that in the podcast notes if people want to go give your choirs a, a listen. Sure, absolutely. I will send you a link. Beautiful. Yeah, we, we have multi-talented people on on this podcast and sometimes I forget just how talented you are you are not just a silly goose you are so much more but when you and I get together okay first of all very disappointed you were not at goalball yesterday because it's the first time I had gone to a goalball practice in several months and I was really looking forward to us throwing balls at one another but um, we have the whole year to do that right so we'll be back on the court again together soon we definitely will. And I'll make sure that, you know, we're on the same team. Uh, that never it, happens. So I know. And it's so much fun to handle balls with you. Just well, because... <laughs> We like passing the balls back and forth. We really do. And, and you know, singing. You do a great Elvis on the court. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, that's not singing. Uh, that... <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> yes, together on the court, we are Jen Squared. And I think here on the podcast, we can be Jen Squared as well. 
I, I can't wait to dive in to 2022. It was it was a total shit show. Like I'm gonna be totally upfront. It was a tough year, but as always, during the tough times and the and the challenges, there there's fun. There's good stuff along the way, and that's what we always do on low vision moments. We weave the silver lining in with the crap. I, I don't have an articulate way of saying that, but l let me start things off with um, just a couple of little highlights. Okay, let's start it off on a positive note. Um, I think one of the first things that was really good that happened in 2022 was, again, goalball related. We got to have that fun goalball tournament back in April. So that was a good time, right? You remember that? I don't, and I should. <laughs> Like, I was there. I, Make a liar out of me, bitch. No, I was there because I remember telling people it's coming and I'm going to be there. And uh, nope, I don't remember. Well, you know what? It's it's fine because I remember we took a medal home, but I don't remember what color it was. Well, see, so, you're doing all right. <laughs> I think this just speaks to the 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 wackiness that was 2022. Oh, man. Um, I it was wacky. I mean, a lot happened. But so we kind of kicked things off with the fun goalball tournament. And then it all kind of went wild from there for me. <laughs> uh, you know, my dog got neutered. My my husband got COVID. I, I, I had to take care of both of them. I neutered and I was going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I have been trying for years to convince that man to get neutered. I don't know if we're going to keep that in the show. No, that's no. <laughs> Poor Eve. <laughs> we'll talk to him. We'll see what he says. But yeah, legitimately, I've been trying to get him to get anyway, whatever. That's neither here nor there. I had to take care of a neutered dog, oh. a recently neutered dog and a a covid stricken husband. Oh, I banished no. him to the back of the house. Yeah, it was a weird time. But shortly after that, I had what I think was like the absolute highlight of my year, which was I um, was hired for a new job. I have a new day job with APSI. That's the Atlantic Provinces Special mm -hmm. Education Authority. Thank you. I started that new gig um, back in September of 2022. So I've been, it was a little slow going in the beginning, I have to be honest. Um, but now I get to meet with students and run a lot of fun programs in my role there as mentor for children and youth who are blind or visually impaired. I often say I have a lot of fun corrupting children, but I probably shouldn't say that. I'm going to say that to you and be like, oh, <laughs> every day a new child gets a little more corrupted. No. Corrupting, I, by that I mean mentoring. Um, but no, I'm really loving that job. I'm really loving it. Um, but you know, leading up to that start date, so leading up to day one for this new role with APSI, though, it was a little bit of a bumpy road. And, you know, they say it comes in threes, right? So, yep. Okay. First one was, um, so in getting ready for this new role, I was doing some running around. I was um, it, mainly in the week leading up to this new job. I was like, you know, trying to get my home office in order, trying to make sure that I had like presentable clothes to wear on camera, like when meeting with people remotely, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm making a couple trips. And um, I remember the week leading up to starting this new role, uh, I was trying to get into a routine of walking my dog sort of at the same time every day, my Rory boy. And I'm out walking the dog. I've done, you know what? I've done really good in terms of stepping in poop. I don't know about you. I do really well at not stepping in my own dog's poop. I do How about too. you? Well, yeah, like it's rare. And then when I do it, I'm like, oh, I never do this. But yeah. I'm surprisingly like unscathed when it comes to stepping in my own dog's poop. I can't even think of a time when I act like in my own backyard. I... I don't know how I do it, but I, I haven't stepped in my own dog's poop. I don't think ever. Okay. <laughs> That's an important fact to understand why the, the, why this next part of this, why this next part of the story was really bad. So I'm out walking my dog. I'm walking through like the, the cent really central part of a popular park in my neighborhood where we often walk. And let me tell you, 
people are shit because they don't pick up after their dogs and those people are shitty and those people apparently think it's fine to just leave a big pile of dog poop in the middle of the park i'm talking like the main stretch of the park where all the people walk and all the kids play etc etc and that's where my mind always goes is like kids play here like you're leaving a big pile of poop for some poor child to step in or me um well i'm just trying to get my routine together so listen that's not the main point of the story i stepped in poop that day it was not fun i definitely would have seen it if i could have seen better and the sun wasn't in my eyes etc okay not not a huge deal i step in dog poop whatever rub it off on the on the grass okay but that was part one okay part one step in dog poop not my own dog poop (laughs) part two i am out by myself walking this time okay it's a lovely day it's like late august right so it's nice it's warm and i live really close to the halifax shopping center very close to the mall so i'm walking up to the mall on the street that leads right up to the mall nice little residential neighborhood i'm going to buy some like i said just some more presentable (laughs) clothes i can wear on camera because i've been in like t-shirts and tights for the last couple of years so i'm walking up to the mall walking down the street I walk down all the time all of a sudden things are squishy under my feet all of a sudden it's very squishy and my feet are sliding around both of my feet are sliding around to my horror I look down and look behind me to find a giant the biggest pile of puke I have ever seen in my life no and in a like at first I didn't know what was going on I'm feeling something squishy I turn around and it's quite sunny and when I'm in the sun my vision is diminished a lot and I have to investigate for a moment and then I determine this is a giant pile of puke how even as a person who sees my vision is like between five and ten percent of what a person with with 2020 vision sees I can't believe I didn't see it in the middle like smack in the middle of the sidewalk so (laughs) I'm on the way to the mall I can't go to the mall with puke all over my shoes I just thank god I wasn't wearing sandals oh gosh yeah no. honestly because I'm so pale I don't wear sandals often because that means I have to put sunscreen on my feet Mm. and that shit is like Anyway, it's greasy. It's not fun. So I was thankful I wasn't wearing sandals, but I'm on the way to the mall. Okay. I can't go in public with puke all over the bottom of my shoe. And it was like a lot. This was the most, literally the most puke I'd ever seen in my life. And I was like, you blind dummy. (laughs) I just, oh my God. I was so like baffled as to what I'm like what am I gonna do I'm not gonna walk all the way home wipe the the little grass trick was not gonna work like it did for the poop there's no wiping my shoes off on this was a lot of puke (laughs) so listen it gets this is the silver lining (laughs) is that um yeah no there's good there's a silver lining here so I was next to uh it's a residential neighborhood like I said so I hear someone with a hose and I'm like ding light bulb moment maybe this kind person will let me use their hose to hose off my shoes so I mustered up all my I don't is it stupidity bravery I don't know but I mustered it up and I went over to this person. I said, hey, excuse me. Um, there's like a giant pile of puke on the sidewalk. And I stepped in it. And I'm on my way out somewhere. Is there any chance I could use your hose to hose off my shoes? And they were so gracious. And I was so thankful. Because you never know how that's going to go, right? Like, people are either great or they're like, eh. Get off my boy. They're shit. <laughs> they're either, yeah, great or shit. They're <laughs> the people that leave dog shit, shit everywhere. <laughs> Well, you can't, I don't blame the person who puked in the middle of the sidewalk. Although, like, like, turn your head and then you're on the side, but whatever. So, not only did this person let me use their hose (laughs) to hose off my shoes, but 
they saw I was struggling. Like, can you imagine how awkward that is? You're trying to like hose off a shoe with puke on it. You don't want to get the puke on your hands. Like, do I take the shoe off? Do I leave it on? Yeah. (laughs) They they actually helped me. Oh, that's so nice. They they were like, here, let me hold the shoe while you hose it off. And I was like, wait, you want to hold the pukey shoe? Oh, my God. You are literally a saint. So thank you, human of Halifax. Okay, so that, okay, I know this is a long story, but it comes in threes. That was only number two. Oh. We haven't reached, we haven't reached the epitome. Okay, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> we haven't reached, lovely person hosed off my shoe. I'm almost ready to start this new job. Um, the last step was for me to get on the bus and go down to the building where, um, APSI houses, you know, some of their offices and their equipment and stuff. So, so I get on the bus to go get my equipment for this job. I'm going to get my laptop and, you know, all the passwords and get introduced to all the equipment I need to start my new job. So I get on the bus and it's busy. It's really busy. It's, it's a situation where, like, it appears that every seat's taken. A bunch of people are standing. It's a really popular route that I'm on. Understandable. And then, like, I have one of those moments where it was like, uh, there's a seat available and I'm exhausted. Normally I don't mind standing. I'm usually okay with standing if I need to. Um, but I was like, yo, there's a free seat and my legs are really tired and I'm going to take the seat. If someone gets on that needs it, I'll give it to them. I didn't stop to think about why on earth with such a busy bus all these people standing, would there even be a free seat? Are people actually being nice and like leaving a seat open for me? Like, damn, this is a good day. You know, people are good. I sit down, I ride the bus, I get to my destination and I go to get up and I'm kind of stuck to the chair. Oh oh my God. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of stuck to the chair, Jen. Keep in mind, I'm on my way to meet my new employer in my decent clothes, and I'm sticking to the freaking chair. So I get up out of the chair, I finally pull my ass off the seat, (laughs) and I look down, and I get real close, and there's a big wad of fucking gum on the chair. Oh, no. It's big. It's a piece of the puke all over again, where it was like, if these eyes were just a little bit better, if if I had gotten maybe just a little close, maybe next time. You think somebody would have? There appears though. to be a free. That's where my. That's the next thing I was gonna say. Like, okay, <laughs> all these people are not sitting right. there. And and I mean, so we have the nice human of Halifax who like helps you hose off your puke shoe. And there's a Mm -hmm. bajillion other humans on this bus. So you think there would have been one nice human on that bus who would have said, oh, you may not want to sit there. Like, I don't know. If I knew there was something happening on a seat, I would not let somebody sit there. No, but we're a different kind of person, I guess. Uh, guess. Compared to apparently all the (laughs) several people that were not sitting on this seat on the bus. I, you know, like what's going through these people's minds? I, apparently nothing. You know, they just let me sit. They just let me sit there. Anyway, I'm not going to dwell on the crappy human interaction part of that or the lack of interaction that there should have been to warn me. So I have, I need to figure out what I'm going to do here. You know, like I would definitely speak up and let someone know that there was gum on the seat. So I get off the bus and I'm like, I've got like a block between the bus stop and the building where I need to go pick up my equipment. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So I, there's nowhere to stop. There are no businesses. There's no washroom I can go to on the way. So I just go in. I just You're do. Like, I'm, I'm just like, you know what? I've got gum on my, I've, here we go. I've got gum on me, arse. I, you can't fire me for having a gum for having gum on my butt. No I gum mean, bum gets so you I fired. Go, <laughs> gum bum. 
How did I not think of that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm making like I, I'm gonna like ugly laugh face. <laughs> I'm dying. Okay. okay I so need to you, finish the story. So you go in with gum bum on your yep. <laughs> Stop saying gum bum. <laughs> this is why we should not hang out ever. Okay. All right. So okay. we're in the building with the thing I'm not allowed okay. to say. I go in the building. The staff person meets me and takes me and we're walking and we're walking up the stairs. We have to go up the stairs because the elevator's broken and I have to walk in front of them. So you know what I'm doing? I'm trying to like turn my ass sideways, right? And like under the guise of trying to talk to them, right? I'm like... I want to look back at I'm trying to look back at you while we're walking up these stairs. So I'm like trying to turn my arse away <laughs> so they don't see it. And then, and then when we get up, as soon as we get upstairs, I'm like, "Hey, is there is there a washroom I could maybe use real quick? You know, I just got off a long bus ride." <laughs> So I go in the washroom, and it's bad. Oh. There's a lot of gum on my butt. Oh. It's bad, and there's no fixing it, Jen. There's no, you're just, just gum like, for days. There's no... <laughs> that sounds like I'm constipated, <laughs> but I'm not. I am very regular. <laughs> Too much information. It's all good. There's no getting this gum off my butt. Oh, There's no, no way. It is not happening. This was this was a definite low of my year. Yeah. First first day on the job, first impression. I look, I I didn't know if he saw the gum coming up the stairs. I don't know if he would have seen it otherwise, but I just put it out, all out in the open when I come out of that washroom cuz I'm like I was going to say, did you did you say like, hey, you know, this this happened? Like I don't want them asking questions. Right. Like I don't want them jumping to conclusions rather. Like, so we better <laughs> What's on this woman's ass? <laughs> that new staff person came in. And I think she I think she's like, I don't know. I don't even know what they would think. <laughs> But I just got it all out in the open. I was like, oh, man, I had quite the bus ride here. I sat in gum. So I just straight up told them. <laughs> Sometimes honesty is the best policy. And then no one's left with weird conclusions <laughs> and questions. And I didn't get fired. Um, and, you know, and as, as it turned out, funny sort of side note. This per Okay, so this person's name is Billy. And I had heard about this Billy volunteer with goalball for like a couple of years oh billy yeah you know billy so remember billy. that so that goalball tournament at the beginning of 2022 in april yes. billy billy volunteered and had apparently been handing me the ball um as like the line <laughs> as the goal judge so oh, wow. i was playing on the goalball court uh, full eye shades, like, right? So I was like, the whole time we were meeting, I was like, I know this voice, but I have i don't think I've ever met this person before, but this voice is, I'm, and I'm really big on voices. Uh, like, I recognize a voice like nobody's business. And so I was like, you you seem so familiar. I don't know how I know you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I've, I've volunteered with Goalball and you've never, like, seen me. You've only ever heard me at at goalball tournaments when you've been in full eye shades and we've never been introduced so it was like a weird it was like it was kind of like a weird anyway a weird meeting with gum on my bum gum bum and billy gum bum and billy <laughs> it sounds like a very bad country song. it sounds like a very bad children's book um <laughs> that i would write to corrupt the children that i'm mentoring but uh let's <laughs> Let's move on. I've taken up a lot of time telling that in threes story. So um, I, I need you to tell me, like, <laughs> did you step in any puke or in any poop in 2022? I don't believe I did. Good. Um, yeah, I, I avoided all excrement from everywhere, which was good. Um, yeah, nope. I had a, a, a free... 
not need to deal with my shoes situation. Although, I mean, I've stepped in things before, um, which I am the, I don't see at all. And I'm like, I'm just not going to touch this. I'm just going to go home, touch the top of these shoes, throw them in the washer and hope for the best. Because uh, I don't want to touch anything. I'm like, mm, I don't think I want to know what's on my shoe right now. So I Do you, do you smell it? Do you yeah. give it a sniff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll like do the little half sniff because I'm like, I don't want to throw up myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, something's fell in the washer. You go. And like <laughs> hope and pray to the good Lord above that they come out clean. Because <laughs> yeah. I ain't touching it. No, I don't blame you. And I, I don't, I like that stranger with the puke shoe. That, that, that's a little, that's a saint. I would never do that. That is a saint. I'm a nice person, but I don't think I would do that. No. <laughs> we are naming them Saint Hollywood. No, no, you hold the shoe. I'll hose it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. But, like, you never know. Maybe there's somebody who is, like, like, you, not, I don't want to say used to that stuff, but there are people that work in those environments that, you know, it's nothing for them, right? But, like, whew, I don't know. Not me. Yeah. No, me neither. Did you mm -hmm. step in step in any proverbial poo or sit in any proverbial gum? In my life, you mean? No, I mean in twenty twenty two. Oh, twenty twenty two. Um. Wait, wait. Let me know? say. You can start with a high or a low because we're doing best and worst of twenty twenty two, right? So. Yes. Um. But it's so funny because you said twenty twenty two was like not a good year for you. Uh, that was my twenty twenty one. So 2022 was actually pretty decent for me. Um, but if we're going low lights, which I think, you know, we'll go low lights and we'll end it on a high note. Um, so I went to guide dog school in, in New Jersey uh, to get Forrest. Um, that's what they all call him. So now I call him Forrest the dog. Um, but when I went down, I was originally given another dog. Um, and his name was Lloyd and Lloyd was awesome, but Lloyd was like a teenager with a really bad attitude. So I would say to him, Lloyd, don't do that. And he'd be like, whatever, I'm going to do whatever I want. And this went on for a while. And at first I, was, I thought it was me. So I was like, because, um, there's this very real thing that exists called second dog syndrome where you compare everything to your first dog. And Lloyd and Lenny were not really much alike at all. And, I would tell Lloyd I hated him every day, which is very sad. Aww. Um, poor Lloyd. I know. I'd be but like, you're, I you you're allowed to hate things. That's, that sucks, <laughs> though. That sucks. Well, and then finally, we get to a place where I don't hate him. And I'm like, oh, we're bonding. We're having these breakthroughs. This is great. I like this dog now. And they pull him because it's just not a good match. And so I was in New Jersey. I had been, I had gotten sick while I was there. So I had to go to the American hospital, which is way cooler than the Canadian situation, uh, but expensive. And so I was already like not having a great time. They, they pulled Lloyd and for good reason, like he was very strong. He probably would have broke my arm eventually um, or like pulled my shoulders out. He's just a very, very strong dog. And um, they, they said, okay, well, we're, we we want to either give you a new dog or, you know, like, what do you want to do? And I said, well, do you have another dog in mind? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we do. Like, okay. I said, well, here, here it is. Cause I was, I was real worked up at the time. And I said, you either bring me the dog tonight or you put me on an airplane. Like I can't, can't do this because then I was told, oh yeah, by the way, you have to stay an extra week now because you have to bond with this other dog. So I'm like, okay, fine. So that was probably one of the hardest things of my 2022 because I am, I'll be full honest, full disclosure. I am not the most patient human. Um, I want things to work and I want them to work yesterday. And I was just very annoyed. So to back up the story just a little bit, before I went to the school, I watched the video that was on their website of this dog named Forrest. And I said to my husband, I said, wouldn't it be funny if I got Forrest? Cause I was right in love with him. He's like right cute on the videos, hamming it up for the camera and all that stuff. 
And then when we got Lloyd, we're like, okay, we're not getting forced, whatever. And so my instructor comes down and she's like, okay, I'm going to bring you your dog. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can bond. And I literally said to her, I don't think I can bond with another fucking dog right now. Like I was very, very upset. She was amazing. She was like, you're going to love this dog. And I'm like, no. I said, do you realize how long it took me last time? And she's like, no, you're going to love this dog. So she comes in and she's like, and here's your dog. And his name is Forrest. And I literally went, are you fucking kidding? And she's like, no, I'm not kidding. And so um, I ended up with Forrest. So like the story ends up good, but it was honestly something that really, really tried my patience. Um, I don't mind sharing the year before I had a pretty significant mental health struggle. Um, and so I was very sick for much of 2020, 2021. And um I was getting better and I, I had gone to Toronto and then now I was going to guide dog school and I was like, okay, it's going to be okay. But I was very stressed when I was there and it was definitely one of the hardest things that I'd have to do, have done. Um, but I'm really glad I did it. And Forrest is a great dog. So I didn't really step in anything, but man, I, uh, went really far away and dealt with losing a dog. So that, that was hard. That's like, that's just wild, Jen, that you got Forrest. It's so wild. That's I wild. I know. Because I was, first I'm like, okay, are they giving me him because they know I'm really mad? Because I was really mad. Or like, was he a backup? And I said to her, was he a backup for real? And she said, yeah. It was between, you know, it was him and Lloyd kind of thing. And I was like, oh, all right. Uh, but it was crazy. It was nuts. So now, you know, Forrest is here with me and... I, it was just so funny because I didn't think that would actually happen, but here we are. That is <laughs> wild. I'm, I'm so glad that that worked out like that for you. What a roller coaster for you that must have been, eh? Yeah, it was tough. It was tough for sure. Like, um, you know, you, you, you go down and you're thinking, okay, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be home in two weeks and back to work and doing your thing. And then, you know, a wrench gets thrown into your plans and, I think it taught me a lot of things, you know, it, it taught me to be more patient and it taught me that, um, your expectations aren't always what's going to happen. Um, so it was a really good learning for me, but at the time I was like, I just want to go home. <laughs> like when I hit Nova Scotia soil and I mean, Nova Scotia's fine, but it's not like the best place in the world. I felt like I was at fucking Disney world. I'm like, Oh, thank God. Salt air, my home, my bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and I'm so glad too that Lenny and Forrest they get along. And Forrest oh. is so compact. He's like he's so little. He's like yeah. a he's Polly Pocket. <laughs> oh, he Polly Pocket. I forgot about Polly Pocket. That's I one of the toys. That. Me too. And I don't even know why cuz I couldn't see half the shit that was going on in there. Right. But right? Just, yeah. It was the thing to like I don't know. It was pink it was the thing to like and it was yeah. one of those things that I like I just like kept trying to like I liked it and I kept trying to play with it to its full potential but I was, like I'd be there with my magnifier like what like what is in this heart-shaped house thing I'm even playing with yeah. that's so You're funny like, that you mentioned that yeah but yeah that's what I call him he's like my because Lenny is huge Lenny is a big Mm -hmm. So when I would get on a bus to go somewhere, I'd be like, okay, Lenny, like you got to squish yourself in here. Forrest, he just flips right underneath. I'm like, damn. You yeah. Know? He's super compact. Yeah. He's, he's a good boy. He's a very excitable boy. Um, him and Lenny, they get along fabulously, but they get in trouble a lot. So we had to buy a new garbage can yesterday because now they work together to steal things out of the trash. Another highlight for me was I did something new and that new thing was I went to I traveled for a road race and I did it all by myself so I often run road races by myself 5k 10k half marathon um, in the past I've I've certainly engaged running guides to make life easier and I'm Prob I probably should have done that this time in hindsight, but I had this grand idea that there's this 
race that happens every year in Moncton, New Brunswick, which is my hometown. So bonus there. It's my hometown. I know I know most of the city pretty well. And so I've done this race before. It's called Legs for Literacy. It raises money for, for literacy in New Brunswick. Good cause. Uh, I've done the shorter distances before. But I always bring someone with me. It's often Eve. It's often my husband. He'll, you know, travel with me and he'll be there at the starting line and at the finish line with me. You know, make sure I make it out alive, basically, when, especially when I'm not running with a guide. So my strategy with, with these races is like, um, I memorize the route as best I can ahead of time. Um, I don't know that other runners do it in that, like as much detail as I do, but I look at the map and read the instructions turn by turn and I try really hard to memorize things ahead of time so uh, I can lessen the number of times that I have to shout at other runners and volunteers <laughs> and and shout things like is this the half marathon turn so I don't get on the marathon route or the you know what I mean just turn off onto some random side street um, but this race was it went really well all together, um, overall, I I traveled to Moncton by myself. I took, um, I I I went I you know went point A to point B by myself. I got a hotel, um, which was like, well, listen, it was like just a few blocks from the starting line, and I was really confident again because it's my hometown. Like I kind of know the area. I know where things are, um, and and so I went into it super confident. Now, this road, this half marathon route, went all throughout the city of Moncton, the town of Dieppe, I think it's a town, the town of Dieppe, which is like kind of like a suburb of, of Moncton, it's, it's adjacent, and then we run over this bridge that goes over to a place called Riverview, and it's all technically part of like the Moncton municipality. Um, I don't know Riverview well at all, and I think that's where things maybe went a little bit awry for me. Um, I thought this race was going fantastic. I was feeling good. I was having a great time. It was in October, so the weather was perfect. It wasn't too hot. It's like that nice, brisk running temperature. I was doing great, and like it was really kind of cool. There was a, a bit of a gaggle of us who are similar paces. It is not a super busy race, so there aren't a lot of people to follow, which is one of my strategies too. Like, hey, you're doing the half marathon. I'm gonna follow you. Make sure I don't get lost, kind of thing. <laughs> um, but there was a bit of a gaggle of us who had a similar pace, and we kept, you know passing each other and just being around one another uh within within whatever kind of a distance but anyway so i think i think things went awry in riverview where we ran this beautiful trail system that basically goes all around the perimeter of riverview um and it's on the water and it's it's pretty well maintained aside for a few areas where there are like some scary potholes and things to navigate around I thought the signage was fantastic. It was high contrast. It was pretty large print for the most part. So I was able to see like a lot of the arrows telling me where to go, blah, blah, blah. Super confident, Jen. Until I get to like the last, I'm coming up to like, I know that I'm coming home because I'm going back over the bridge from Riverview and the finish line is not far after that i know because again i've memorized the route so i'm having a great race right i'm just loving life and i'm like okay i'm coming up to like what should be and i have my um my apple watch is my pace tracker so i get these audible notifications in my ear and it's like you know i'm at a point where i should be in my last kilometer here's where i gun it right i've conserved some energy and i'm gonna give her and I'm going to hit that finish line looking like a fresh friggin' daisy, looking like I was running that pace the whole time. Not really. But I'm giving her and giving her. And then I'm like, where's the finish line? Oh, no. <laughs> why, why have I not crossed the finish line yet? And my my pace and distance trackers tick tocking away. It's telling me information. And then I hit the 21.1 kilometer mark on my on my watch 
which is the distance of a half marathon and there's no fucking there's no fucking finish line in sight so i'm like oh "Oh my god i'm gonna die because i've just been pushing it and giving her and yeah yeah so i thought okay so i finally make it to the finish line okay like i i i i don't think i got lost at this point i i I don't know what's going on, but I am still running and I cross the finish line and I get across the finish line and I look at my pace and I look at my distance and I ran like an extra kilometer and a quarter, Jen. Whoa. <laughs> like, did don't... you just take a wrong turn somewhere? It's a mystery. We haven't oh, been yeah. able to figure it out. We wow. haven't able because can you look at the map on your watch and see like where like versus the real map can't you do that yes yes and i so i did this and i i even i contacted the race organizers because i had contacted them ahead of time to like let them know hey there's going to be a blind lady running so just be aware um and i had i asked a couple of questions ahead of time too but i so i emailed them and i was like i i because I had looked at the, the, so the race map is not super detailed, by the way, this particular, right? Like it's, it's kind of generic. It's not super detailed. You don't see all the side streets and stuff. Um, and then, and then there's like a written description, but in comparing these things, I wasn't able to find where I went off course, but clearly I went off course at some point and I came back on it, but I have no idea where, because I was so confident and I felt you were so just good. doing it. You were like, I'm just going to run. Like, I got this. Oh. You know, the, the, the water is nice. The, yeah. I'm just I thought it was killing it. I, apparently, I ran an extra kilometer and a quarter. And I, you know, I'm going to be honest. I was pretty, at the end of the race, you still get that race high. You feel good. You accomplished it. But then I get back to the hotel and I'm like, I'm pretty pissed off. And I'm, ha- and I'm having, and I had a good cry because it was like, Aww. what the the fuck you train for i usually train for like eight weeks for this kind of thing you limit the booze you limit you know what i mean you eat right yeah, you limit the no booze fun before you run what? <laughs> i just There's got a... slogans for days today goodness you're killing it i'm in the you're wrong damn it. career <laughs> yes i'm gonna yeah you need to just come and name all my episodes i think i could do that. I, jen i don't know where i went off course but man i was pissed because you know you go into these things and you want to hit a certain pace you want a personal best none of that happened i didn't okay i came out of there i didn't die i still solid race and i don't know i don't know if i'm pleased about it but i i did an extra kilometer and a quarter and no one can figure out where i went of course i even emailed (laughs) i emailed the the race organizers because i wanted to let them know in case other people had experienced yeah. this kind of thing like maybe we need to look at the race route and recalculate but I th- I'm pretty sure it was just me because <laughs> they they were like nope no no one else said anything and even at the finish line I checked with a couple of people that were in that gaggle I was running with and yeah. they're like nope I'm <laughs> mine's wow. right on right on distance it's like okay so that was high and a low right I did a new thing I, I, you know, I didn't die. I finished the race, but I kind of a low on your own, right? Like, yeah, the, the extra, you, I literally almost just said the extra mile really sucks sometimes, but like it, you did the thing. And as much as it sucks to run that extra, you know, you know, you can do it and you, you did it independently. So I think it's a win. Thank you. I'm. It took a while, but I think I'm there with you now. Yeah, it was. Yes. It was a little painful because you're like, shit, shit. I got lost. Like, right? man, I had it all and, together. Yeah. I had it all figured out. Well, and that's that can be. Fr- I can't even imagine because you're when you're doing so. And I mean, I don't run. Nobody wants me to run. The paramedics would be here in two minutes. I would be dead. But <laughs> if I were to run, I would feel the same way because you're you're going into this. You have a goal. You have a, a personal best, and you think you've done it and then you're like what the hell yeah 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 for sure oh well so a bit of a again best and worst all rolled into one that was a good good moment of 2022 did you get lost or lose your way at all last year funny story 
<laughs> I went that's that's I why had, we're here for the funny stories. I know. So I had the absolute pleasure and privilege to be asked to participate in the score camp um, <gasps> as a staff in the summer. And so for those who may not know, score camp is a camp where there are about 16 teenagers that get picked from across Canada. They go to Toronto for a week. Um, they get to do some really cool things in the city. Um, you know, they get to go hang out downtown. We do a lot of um, day trip type things. They also come and they do, uh, they live on a university campus and we do some university type things and then the second week we actually go to CNIB Lake Joe uh, which is in Muskoka's and uh, it's it's an accessible camp and they have lots of really cool activities so I was asked to go which was super exciting because I had not gone as a uh, like a score participant so I was like cool I'm, I'm gonna do this thing now that I'm old and um, you're not old. We're not old. Stop that. Sorry. We're, Go ahead. We're kind of old. Well, we're I know. Uh, yeah. We're, we're not aging. young. You know what, though? We're aging like fine wine. You damn right we are. Or really good cheese. Mm, oh, cheese. Like. Yeah. I like the cheese analogy better. I love cheese. We should do a podcast on cheese. Um, we could. <laughs> Sorry. Move on. Let's go on. So, so I'm th in this, this um, program for two weeks, and we, we took – so – remember that many of these kids have like been in their houses for two years of COVID. They're just like not exposed to big crowds and social situations. And so we had made a plan to go downtown and we're like, okay, let's, let's go downtown. Um, and so we took the kids with us and, and we took the subway and then we took, cause we were out in Scarborough. That's where we were staying. That's a lot. If you've been yeah, in it, the house two years. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, okay, well, which, which, you know, what subway are we supposed to be on? And, um, so we, we didn't really get lost as much as like things happened. So this trip that should have took like, I don't know, an hour and 20 minutes to get in or like an hour to get into downtown took us like two hours because oh, we got story on of my life. The, the subway thing was broken. So then we had to shuttle on this other bus and then, there was a ferry, like we were going to Toronto Islands. Uh, so there was a ferry. And so by the time the kids got there, they were pretty wore out. But like, we were talking about how, as people with vision loss, sometimes our travel does take longer. And um, so it, we, we kind of got lost. But I feel like that experience being with the kids in Toronto um, and at Lake Joe was incredible. Um, I'm a huge, huge believer in like role modeling and, um, how, you know, providing kids or teenagers with, um, vision loss, different opportunities to like grow and learn and to be able to be a part of those, you know, 14, 15, 16 kids lives for two weeks and see them grow and change was incredible. Um, it was definitely the highlight of my 2022. It's just like spending all this time and, and, seeing these kids grow because we had two kids that were from Newfoundland and they hadn't, you know, hadn't been, and they were looking at the lanes of traffic and they were just like, holy jumpins, like, you know? Um, so it's just, yeah, it was really rewarding and really exciting. So that was a highlight for me. That's awesome. And you, it sounds like you, you all got a chance to sort of in the same adventure, take, like every kind of public transportation possible. Right, and we didn't even mean to. The only thing we did not take that day was an airplane. Like, and I, I kept thinking maybe we should rent one of those helicopters just to Ooh. be like, okay, we did this, right? But but yeah, we had a bus and a streetcar thingy, because I don't know what they really call them, and a subway and a train. It's like, wow, okay. And the ferry is like, what else? What else is there? You know, like... The, um, you, you, I think you hit hit them all. Yeah, we. I'm telling you, the TTC, I was like, now you've experienced the whole TTC, so... But yeah, it was, um, it was quite the, the trip and, uh, you know, it, but I think the kids learned a lot and, you know, um, they were a little frustrated with us, but that's fair. And, that's uh, natural. That's yeah, going to keep happening, like, unfortunately. It takes so long. Yeah. And, you know, but it, it is what it is. And I said too, guys, like 
we've all been in our houses for two years. This is not easy to manage these things sometimes, you know, when you're feeling a well, little... Well, there's that, yeah. Yeah, so, but overall, like, they had a wonderful time, and we had a great time, and uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I can't tell you how big of an impact that had on me when I... So I grew up in, in Moncton, New Brunswick. This is city, right? But being able to come here to Halifax as a, as a kid and as a teenager. And then I went to score when I was a youngster too. It was in Toronto, but it was a little bit different than, than what it is today. But having those experiences, just being exposed to, like you said, like the multiple lanes of traffic and all of that. If you live somewhere, especially like Newfoundland, um, you know, you're, you've never been off the rock um, to, to get exposed to that. I think, you know, the earlier we can have those experiences just the better setup we are for success right and and part of it is as we talk about often on this podcast is just like dealing with the genuine frustration that comes along with it and you can't you you just it's it, for for me I don't believe in just constantly being positive like you have to allow yourself to be frustrated sometimes like let's not sit and ruminate with our crappy feelings but let's acknowledge that if we were just hopping in our own car at 16 as a lot of people get to do um point a to point b is a lot more straightforward than when you take a streetcar and a subway and a ferry and i can you know i can relate to that i lived in toronto i lived in vancouver um sometimes things don't line up the way that they're supposed to and again i think i've said this many times on this podcast but if you look at the driving directions versus the transit directions or if you're trying to plan any kind of outing it, it's you know it, it can be it can be frustrating to look at the options that maybe are not available to us in that moment. But I think, yeah, part of it is the journey, right? And, and when and you're in a group, you know, yeah. Yeah. We kept saying, guys, it's the journey. And they were like, just don't talk to us. I'm like, fair, like on it. Like I was very good. And I said, I am as frustrated as you are. I said, this is hard. And you know, it, it, we're all very frustrated, but you're going to appreciate it later. And, you know, later they did. So it was, it was good. But like, yeah, um, I think sometimes there's this element that exists of, okay, so if you are a blind or partially sighted person, you need to be positive all the time so that people don't think you're sad all the time. Right. And I, I don't think that's a fair assumption. Um, we're allowed to feel crappy about things that are frustrating. Um, yeah. But you also remember to laugh right like for me sometimes if something is frustrating I'll I will laugh before I'll cry because if I don't laugh I'm gonna cry um and you know so I think it's so important that you don't feel like as a person with vision loss or total blindness that you have to carry everyone right because I think sometimes we're fed that throughout you don't want to be perceived as like yes. the angry person exactly. with a disability right. and which is which is bullshit no one's happy all the time no, no one's pissy all the time right. we're just Everybody's people fine. feeling things yeah people and, with feelings yeah. and <laughs> i will say yeah and and i will say you know something i i realized i think it was late 2022 i you know in my adult life, I have learned to, I have learned a lot. I I have a, I can be quick to frustration. I can be quick to kick myself and, and get mad at myself for messing up or getting lost or whatever. But, you know, I was thinking about it and it's, it's so stupid, Jen. The other day I was in the washroom and I dropped the little cap to one of my creams. It was like, like little little like toothpaste style cap and I dropped it and I was home alone and I'm usually pretty good at like I have like tile floor in there so I can like hear the ting to ting like I can kind of hear where it goes but sometimes you just have to accept like I'm home alone I'm not gonna spend 20 minutes looking for this cap and I'm not gonna get angry about it guess what this cap th this tube is just not gonna have a cap anymore that's it 
So I think this year I learned to accept things a little bit. And it's like a, it's such a lifelong thing. Um, when we talk about the best and worst of the year, it's funny because all of our worst shit happened while doing fun shit. Yes. I got to stop saying shit. I got to <laughs> broaden your this, vocabulary. This podcast is the shit. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Thank you so much. All right. I got one more life lesson before we go. I've got one more that I learned um, this summer. I I was fortunate enough this year to get out and do some camping and do some wilderness type stuff. Do you like camping? I'm a terrible camper. You're not a camper. That's okay. I I like glamping. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. I, Often I'm when I'm scared I... of the woods. I'm like, there are mean things like mm-hmm. bears and I, I, I can't pee in the woods. Like I physically, I go to pee and I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't know. I, it's this I weird... can pee anywhere. Oh, not me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. So no, I mean, I, li- I like being in a trailer with a toilet. If you count that as camping, yes. Yeah, I mean, you know what? If you're out in what wilderness can be different things to different people, it's yep. fine. Do what you like. But yeah. I, I like a good camping trip. I will say sometimes I find myself out there thinking, why do I like this? What, what am I even doing? Like, I'm cold. And I like you said, yeah, like I need to pee. And, you know, it's not, it's not the easiest thing to pee in the woods. But yeah, oh. anyway. I, I can go, I can go anywhere, but I'm not here I, to brag about that. Um, <laughs> is that something to brag about? I don't know, but I learned a lesson. Um, and I would say this is a low moment for me this year, but it was freaking hilarious. So a couple of things happened on this camping trip. Um, my husband and a friend of ours, we went out and canoed out to this really nice remote spot. And um, so they they had to leave the camping spot and, and go and back to the shore, uh, which was like a, I don't know, 15, 20 minute canoe ride. And they left me at the campsite by myself, which was fine. Okay, they had to go and get something that they forgot. In fact, it was a, a bag of food, so it was pretty important. They had to go back and get it. But it was like the sun was going down. So I, um, you know, I'm getting the fire going, making sure the fire is, is still burning when they get back, basically. And my sandals had, I have these sandals that you can like wear in the water. They're not technically water shoes, but they got like rubber toe protectors and all that so you can walk around not stub your toe so I had these sandals I'd been wearing them in the water when we were canoeing and whatever and they were wet so I'm like great I've got this fire going while they're gone I'm gonna sit next to the fire I'm gonna take these wet sandals off prop them close to the fire and um you know get them get them dried off so they get back and I'm sitting next to the fire and they say something smells funny like what something like what did you put in the fire and I'm like, i didn't put anything in the fire what are you talking about and then i start sniffing uh-oh it smells it smells like burning rubber a little bit guys dr penfield i smell burnt shoes <laughs> i burned the shit out of my shoes <laughs> oh jenny i had them propped a little bit too close to the, this is a depth perception fail. Yes. yes. And they, they, those sandals are written off now, buddy. Like they are no good. They, okay. I, um, you have other shoes. You had other shoes. I had other shoes, but it was the summer. I, I wanted sandals. Yeah. <laughs> they were so burned. Like, oh. like it could have, <laughs> it could have been worse, but, um, this was a, true depth perception fail i thought they were a certain distance from the fire and they were not they i they were like black and uh burned a hole in them they weren't on fire but they were they were (laughs) melted so lesson learned um bit of a low moment had to go through the rest of the trip with like hot sneakers but 
I learned a lesson. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask for help next time I need to warm something or dry something by the fire to make sure that I gauge the distance properly. I have a healthy fear of fire and now my clothing does too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you really, you really, uh, didn't start off on the right foot in 2022. Oh, you know what? I just realized I stepped in poop. I stepped in puke and I burned my shoes. This is what I'm saying. So my, my shoes had a rough year last year. They did. They did. <laughs> Nobody wants to walk in a mile in your shoes. I am full of puns. I am. Is that a song? Did you just make up a song? I did. That's It'll lovely. go with the other song. What was it? Bum Gum and Billy? <laughs> <laughs> Billy. Billy and the Bum Gum. Oh, God. Oh, God. We need to, we need, we should stop now before we go down. Yes. Before we get any sillier, is there any anything else that I should know about your 2022 while we're getting caught up? I'm trying to think because I always like to share, you know, at least one embarrassing moment because there's always one. Um, so I will share one. Uh, so I was walking and, and I have been known to apologize to objects that are not human very often yeah we all do that and so i was walking and this person was walking by and i heard jingle jingle and i was like oh they must have a dog and so i'm walking and i say to them nice dog and they go that's not a dog it's the chains that i'm wearing and i'm like oh 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 i'm sorry i'm really sorry I thought you had a dog. So now, now I apologize to things that aren't there. I also talk to them. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like I thought you were going like, to say. people will just have like chains or like something on their coats that are jingling, right? And it's like, so I was like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, like this person's walking their dog. How nice. You know, can I pat your dog? Nice dog. No. Mm -mm. Your dog's well behaved. It's not coming up to me and sleeping right? or anything. I, for some reason, I thought you were going to say that it was like a child and like that you called someone's <laughs> child a dog, but. <laughs> no, I, uh, children are pretty good because they're noisy. I, I, I shouldn't say all children, but lots of children are noisy. So, you know, you can always hear them. My dogs like to bring me over to children. Um, oh, I'm my dog loves out, kids. Right? And, like, I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to show me. So I'm sticking my hand out, and I end up, like, patting the top of this child's <laughs> head. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought my dog was showing me a barricade. And the parents are just mortified because there's this woman, like, <laughs> groping the top of their child's head. What do you say? I, I literally just say I'm really sorry. I thought my dog was trying to show me something. Oh, Jen, so fun catching up. We, you know, we need to do this more often. We. I would love that. I love catching up with you. I'm glad that I've gotten the podcast to, as I always say, catch up with people that I'm terrible at keeping in touch with, even though you live like a bus ride Literally. away from my house. I know. I sh <laughs> we should like get the boys together. And I don't mean Adam. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Adam yeah. No. Eve. I, I I have I just realized I have the the look of shock. <laughs> I, I'm in shock right now. How do we not think of that? And Eve was at Goldball yesterday to help oh, out. Oh, yeah, you missed him. Even Jen squared. Jen squared, baby. Oh my God, Adam and Eve, that's amazing. <laughs> how, Listen, how, yeah. Why did it take me so long to get to that? It's been years. Yeah. I'm rethinking your title of slogan queen because that that's a that's a big miss jen i know yeah fire me i don't up. know no <laughs> <laughs> all right get out of here no but thanks for coming on we'll we'll catch up again soon i think maybe we need you need to be like a recurring guest i think you know um maybe once a year kind of thing you got to come back and and fill us sure. in on what's going on with with forrest and lenny and adam and eve and <laughs> Jen squared. <laughs> Hopefully, no yeah. more gum bums. Hopefully, uh, the next one will be the cheesy, the cheesy cast. <laughs> and, 
No, we we had a good idea when we were getting ready for this podcast, and I don't know how much more after dark we can be. Um, oh, we on this podcast, but knowing you and I, we probably could get into some trouble. Oh, definitely, definitely some trouble. <laughs> All right, Jen. Thanks for coming by. And is any final thoughts before we go? Uh, no, just I hope everyone has a wonderful 2023 with lots of highlights and embarrassing moments because what's life without those? And um, thanks for having me. All right. I second that. Have a good 2023, everyone. And like I said if, uh, at the top, look forward to more of the same old crap from me and this podcast. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I hope you've enjoyed catching up with my good buddy Jennifer McNeil Noble and I as we review the best and worst moments of 2022. I almost said 2023. Well, I hope you have a good 2023. And if you have any feedback or suggestions, or if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, I would absolutely love to hear from you. There's a few ways to get in touch. You can send an email to podcasts at ami.ca or you can give us a call and leave a voicemail at 1-866-509-4545. That phone number one more time is 1-866-509-4545. Just make sure to mention low vision moments in the message, please and thanks. You can always comment and subscribe on all your favorite platforms. Again, I'd love to hear from you, so don't be shy. I would like to extend a great big thank you to all the people who make this podcast possible. A couple more silly geese, silly gooses, if I do say so myself. Marco Flalo is our technical producer, and Ryan DeLahanty is our podcast coordinator, manager at AMI Audio, Andy Frank, the silliest goose of them all. Thanks again for listening, watching, and remember... If you get on the bus, if you get on public transit and all the seats are taken and there are people standing and there's a seat available, there might be a good reason why. So check your seat. I don't want you to get gum bum. All right. Cheers. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.